Good evening, Spec Junior. Good evening, COD. Okay, first of all, let's just get this out of the way. This is not, I know it's very, it's weird to say it, but it's not service, it's seekers. Seekers is a gathering of people. I, I spoke to you a few weeks back about, well, more than a month ago. I spoke to you guys about covenants, right? Do you guys still remember? I spoke to you guys about covenants. And there was a scripture, I don't know if I said it then, but it's a scripture that Pastor Toby, I referred you back to when he spoke. And I think it was Pastor Enrique that sent it to the group chat. How many of you have listened to that word? Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a people that God is... Re- Let me put it like this, actually. There's a people that God takes seriously. Are you here with me tonight? There's a people that God takes seriously. And these are the people that he says in his word, gather unto me those who have made covenant with me. God desires to speak to those that has set a covenant with him. People that says to themselves that they are willing to go the extra mile. Okay, let me just do this. First of all, again, this is service, um, seekers service. You know how it is, as in, I can bust joke any moment. I can at anybody any moment. Please, let's concentrate, yeah? Can you work with me? Also, you guys are not going to be quiet with me, are you? I need you to be loud. So, Beryl, I need to hear you. Brilliant. God has a people that he's very, very particular about these people will say to themselves that they are not willing and I need you to follow me from here I'm going to start as soft as this I will explain why we're meeting here in a moment but so God intends to meet with the people that are serious with him in other words let me just put it like this God wants to establish a relationship but the people or the person that God wants to establish a relationship with he must know that they're serious. How hard and difficult it will be for someone to be able to be happy in a relationship. Listen to every word I say to you guys. You know, I've said, I, I say these things to you all the time. Follow me from the beginning. So it's not at the end then you start thinking, okay, he wasn't talking nonsense in the beginning. God, how hard would it be to be happy in a relationship if the other party does not give you the same seriousness. God began to reveal his heart to me. Nothing new, nothing that you haven't heard before. In fact, I wasn't even intending to speak about it today. But I think we should share a bit of it. I think we should, for once, look into God's heart. Because do you know what religion does? It only wants God to look to you. No one wants to look to God. Are you listening to me? God is not a stranger in heaven. God is not someone that doesn't have emotions. There's a difference. He has emotions, but he's not sentimental. God is not someone that is happy. You always requesting from him. But if he's to put a request to you, It's not serious for you to take. 
God reveals himself to us through scripture. And I've been saying to you guys that when you look into scripture, are you here with me tonight? When you look into scripture, you will realize one thing about God, that God has been trying to tell a story through the many characters we see in scripture. Listen to what I'm saying to you carefully. This Bible is not a storybook, but God tells a story through each character. Do you understand the difference? It's not a storybook. It's not a wild imagination. God set up grace in 2019 to tell a story of him. When God begins to speak and says things, you know, I've spoken about the prodigal son before. When he speaks about the prodigal son and he says there's a certain man, my question is who's this certain man? I told you before, I told you last week and the week before, I believe, I said to you guys that, you see, with God, God tells stories that he knows. In fact, all of us tell stories that we know, unless you're one of those liars that claims to be somewhere and tell a story. You don't randomly sit and make up a story. Your, your conversation with another party, you sharing a story with somebody, is based on you know the information of that story. So you're sharing it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Follow me. So God reveals to us that there's a bit more to a man going to church, a woman going to church and asking a God, and I've said this to you before, making him seem like he's a genie whereby whenever you have a wish, you come to him. God does desire your company. He does desire you. He's looking for you. And I want us to look into that a bit today. I want us to, for once, take eyes off us. This is why I love worship. I've told you before, why I love worship so much is because you forget yourself. You can't worship yourself unless you're the devil. Worship puts all focus to God. And I actually tell God that, God, you're in my life much more than to provide me food tomorrow. You're in my life more than just to heal me. You're in my life because I cherish this relationship. Are you sure you're here with me tonight? So why do we start like this tonight? God, when we look at what God is doing in Spat Nation now, today I've just been thinking to myself, I've been you know, I think it's, it's getting more and more difficult to have quiet time. You know that quiet time before you, you preach? It's getting more and more difficult. And before, I used to lock myself away. But it's getting so, so difficult. Even if I'm in a room, I can, I can just sleep off and all of these things. And I'm just like, God, if you want to do what you want to do, do it anyway. But when you look at what's going on in SPAC Nation, why did I make us sing that song, Who Is Like Unto Thee? You see, the problem is, because people are not spiritual so you see why I say that we pray why we need to pray seriously here is so that we can transcend from the realm of flesh into the spirit if you enter the spirit before a man tells you you will know what's going on did you hear what I'm saying to you before a man tells you how many times has it been that for example the day that I spoke to you guys about a lame generation I did not tell Pastor Indidi what I'm going to speak about but I told her to come and pray because she was in the spirit she can utter before a man 
can utter what God was going to say. So when I say press in the place of prayer, what I'm saying is that let's level up so we can all hear the conversations of God. Because levels are dictated by what you hear, the kind of conversations you have with God. Are you here with me tonight? God has brought CLD to a new level of conversation. God has brought Spat Nation to a new level of conversation. And this conversation has gone outside the perimeters of local, um, local cities. God is calling us to the nations. No, you're not here with me tonight. It's all right. It's all right. This is Seekers Forum. There's no, there's no um, obligation for me to do I can easily just say, let's worship. That's fine. Seriously, that, I know PT does that. But you know me, I'm so, Pastor Rika hates this about me. Something about me is that if I want to prove a point, I'll be so stubborn to prove that point. So I might just do it. The only person I'm scared of here is um, Bishop Abigail Jr. Pastor Anthony. <laughs> I'm joking. I just needed you guys to laugh a bit. <laughs> so when we look at what God, <laughs> when we look at what God is doing in Spac Nation, it's fearful to see that should you not be up to 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 the level of conversation now, this is where the manifestation of separation will happen. You'll see two people walking together. And all of a sudden, one will be able to pick up a speed. And the other cannot pick up that speed. Unfortunately, conversations have changed. I said to the ministry team the other day, I said to them, listen, be very careful of friendships now. Be very careful because you've gone past them. And I was saying to people like Pastor Elohim, I was like, listen, you see that breaks the mentality you must leave it. I used the example of Pastor Enrique. I said to, I said to the, um, the ministry team, I said to them, listen, when Pastor Enrique came to Christ, he loved his friends so much. Muffy, Terence, and all these guys. With all the anointing that's upon Pastor Enrique's life, where are they? In fact, their life has gone worse. Since he started ministering God's word to them, their life has gone worse. I've told you, in this journey, if you're not willing to lose friends, you cannot gain a nation. If you're not willing to go alone, because at some point in your walk with God, God is going to ask you the question, would you do it if it's only you? Would you still do it? Because I've told you, you see, with this church thing, people do things because others are doing it. But you see, at one point, Christ realized he had nobody. And the question will be asked to him, would you do it alone? Peter and the others come and pray with me. They could not. They could not keep up to pace because at some times God is having a different level of conversation with the individual. So the problem is, if you hold on to somebody, I told you, and I was mentioning certain things. I believe they were very prophetic. You see it in time. But you see, when you look at the life of Saul, Samuel almost missed it because of Saul. God had already moved ahead to where? The house of Jesse. God has already considered another king. But Saul was sentimentally attached. I'm sorry, Samuel was sentimentally attached to Saul. And if it wasn't because of the mercies of God, God said, hey, forget this guy. I've rejected him. 
come and meet me where I am. In the house of Jesse. This is the house of David. The city of David. I call it Spack Jr. as well. And it's very intentional. Let me tell you, first of all, before we get into any word or anything. So the reason why we're meeting in this service or in this room is simply because Pastor Toby advised me. He spoke to me the time that I was... The time that I was... Um, do you remember the period of time when we went through the whole fear of God season? When everyone thought that God had rejected them. And they were so sure that hell was their destination. <laughs> so you know them times, every time I see Pastor Toby, I was like, Sir, I'm so sorry. Please have mercy on me. Forgive me. Do you understand? I, you know, I actually said these things. I'm not joking. I asked him, listen, when I came to the church, I didn't know how the church operates. So have mercy on me, forgive me, I didn't know better. These kind of things. I'm trying to make sure that I'm right with God through a man. Listen to everything I'm saying to you guys. I'm trying to make sure that I'm right with God through a man. You know the problem with God, yeah? God always comes in a setup kind of way. He comes in a way that people will not be able to avoid denying the man he's put in front of him no God does not intend for everyone I told you that the conversations of church is to a minimal people, it's to a selective people but the conversations of kingdom is actually for the masses follow me here so I asked Pastor Toby and I said to him um, I, I was asking him for forgiveness first with youth revival then with another thing and I asked him if I've messed up in terms of following you in obedience. Forgive me, I didn't know better. He corrected me, he told me that I did not mess up. I did it in the time that I needed to do it. And then I started saying to him, I don't want to miss because there were some things that I shared with you. I won't go to that because of time. But there's some things that I said to you guys that because of some people's disobedience, they missed out a big thing. The consequences upon their heads was a lot because of little obediences that they missed. Instructions that they missed. So when I spoke to Pastor Toby, I asked him, he said to me, it's not that he's obeyed everything, but there's key obediences that he didn't miss. As in, Saul that day, if he had obeyed that instruction, he would have still been king. I hope you do know, and I've said this to you before, that God wanted to extend the reign of Saul. The Bible says it. But there was a key instruction. But look how this God operates. Because these keys, key instructions will not come with angels telling you, hey, make sure you listen to this one. It will come like every other instruction. No, you're not getting me. It's almost like God wants to set us up. It's almost like God wants to, and yesterday when Pastor Toby began to speak, we realized that God is in search of a man. We say this all the time, but he will continuously put traps ahead of you in order to see if you're the word for this season. Because every man is a word. Follow me, I'm purposely coming gentle so that you hear me. You know, I always tell you guys, I don't want you lost in Revelation. 
I also don't want you lost by what I give you. I want you to enter the words I'm saying. Are you listening to me, COD? So I started to, and he told me that there's the obediences. So what he had to pray to God is that God put my back against the wall to obey you. So Avermouth came about when Lancaster shut. Do you know what's the difference, guys, though? The difference is he could have said to himself, no, let's go past Lancaster House. Let's go and look for Avermouth. No, no. God set him up that he had to follow away. In other words, God set him up that he only had one way to go. It's either you give up or advance. Oh no, you're not, you're not hearing me. So God set up the Israelites. It's either you go back to Egypt or you have to go through the waters. That's the kind of obediences we're looking for. Lord, don't give me room to make decisions. Put me in a position where I only have one decision. So that I don't miss you because God will set up everyone. He will put gold in fire with the intention to destroy it, but only to purify if gold is there. Are you listening to me, guys? Where Spat Nation is, is a very, uh, I've been saying this, I don't know where it's come from. I cannot explain it to even my brothers, and these are the people closest to me in the world. Let me just be honest with you. Closest to me, as in, yes, they're the closest. You've heard me. They're the closest people to me in the world, but I can't even express it to them. There's a weight, there's a burden that has come upon me. And this burden is not, God is not lifting this burden. This burden is necessary if you're going to be able to advance in God's work. What God wants to do with COD, it will blow your mind. You see the people that's in this room? God has given us the nations. Why? We've only had one prayer. Lord, we seek your face. Ask of me and I'll give you the nations. But that's not even where I'm going. I need you guys to just hear all these little things I'm saying. So when Pastor Toby said this to me, I've always asked, God, put me in a position. Because even before I come and preach, whenever, I always say to God, God, don't rely on me. Don't rely on me. I, I'm banking on you. As in, if you leave it to me, I'm going to make a mistake so don't rely on me put me in a position where it can only be your will that comes to pass I am happy being a prisoner of the Lord I don't want freedom you guys are not here with me I am happy being a prisoner I am happy with eating small I am happy not being able to move as freely as others because I know one thing that is sure I can't do what I want to do. So I need you guys to listen to me because what God wants to do with us, so why does God bring us into a room like this? So you see now, we've been fighting for eight, going on nine months for a house. The revival house, the revival house, which is all of us, COD, we only have one house to share amongst ourselves whereby where we meet. And that house is about to go we're fighting for a new house I think we found the house that we're going to have 
which is good news. But something had to be compromised. And one of the things that has to be compromised is that where the house is located, we may not have the freedom of the current revival house to make noise. We may not have the freedom to make noise. So God is now forcing us out. No, this is not you making up your own decision. Do you know why churches miss it? Because there are men of God that get into a position that now think, because I've got gift without commission, let me go out. And they stumble along the way. I ask you, if they thought it was a bad idea to leave where they currently was, where they currently were, do you think that they would have left? Oh, God is the biggest setup. God is the biggest setup. I fear him more and more every day. What we sung, the song that we sang just a moment ago, was when the Israelites saw the victory that God gave them. The song of the song of Moses. God began to sing. So these guys have crossed the um, the Red Sea or whatever sea it was black sea can be purple i don't care it was a sea they crossed the sea and this at the moment when they were looking for a way this was not even an option to them oh my days no no you don't get it i was satisfied seekers being in the house we've been doing this for about coming up to four months and i've been seeing results when god wants to lift you he puts you in uncomfortable positions. So when I come here and I say to you guys, I do not want us to get into a position whereby we forget the order of the house. What we saw work for us in Revival House, we cannot leave those bones there. We must carry that structure wherever we go. So little did you know that God was now saying, I'm not going to give you a key place. That's the reason why Suffolk is so difficult to find a hotel. So do you know what God says? Lewisham needs to see you. Suffolk needs to see you. All these places need to see you. Because jo Joshua, wherever the sole of your foot will tread upon, I will give it to you. But what is land? So, so God begins to say to us, now I'm forcing you out. You, you, you didn't look like it. You know, you don't have the resources. Can you imagine a people crippled for 430 years in Egypt? Crippled. What I mean by that is they don't have a say of themselves. They don't have freedom. Look. Why slavery is very bad is because it goes beyond physical things. It, mental slavery is terrible. Because when you're walking free, you'll still be enslaved. But that's what God wants for you. God wants it that when you step out, you're not now going to change. You was in a prison for too long. He needs that mindset to remain. He needs it that when Jacob goes... He says things like the fear of Isaac kept me. He's in a mental prison so that he does not step out and make the wrong move. Pastor Toby said to me, if God will wait for a perfect person to use, he will not be able to find anyone in the world. 
said to me, I, 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 intentionally, I'm actually trying to gauge myself to remain calm throughout the whole preaching. That, no, 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 you hear me clearly. I intend that you hear me. Because again, I want COD to be so authentic, yeah. Like Pastor Indidi said on Periscope the other day, our noises are exploits. Can you imagine three million people now in the wilderness marching towards the land flowing with milk and honey? They were marching. There's no road map, but they were marching. But because of the exploit that God did amongst them in Egypt, that their way will be the destruction of their enemies. They began to sing this song, Who is like unto thee. They carried an awareness. That song was an awareness of God's presence with them. You don't get it that some of the situations you go through is only so that God can help you to become aware that he's with you. Some of the struggles, you know when you don't have a business, COD don't have business, COD don't have the best of jobs, but you're still able to meet targets, is to show an awareness, is to give you an awareness that God is with you because he understands it's not easy believing in an invisible person. So he makes the invisible God visible through a man. Problem is, the man will never be someone that you chose. Never. In fact, most, most times the man chosen never had plans to be that person. So, in the house of God is the most set traps. Because if you fail to recognize those that God has put, you've actually rejected God. Samuel will say one day, when they said, give us a king like the other nations, Samuel was heartbroken because until that time he was their king but then God said to him I need you guys to listen to me tonight God then said to him listen they didn't reject you they rejected me God looks in every generation the body that he can hide in the body that he can hide in But these people will have to be trialed because the word of God must be tested. So if Beryl's body is the word, it must be tested. Huh? Are you hearing me, guys? There's a lot I want to say tonight. I don't even know where we're going to start. But God will help us. He'll give us utterance. So I want you guys to really, really begin to look. So last week when I said that I went away, I didn't go on holiday. Someone asked me, were you pressing in? I wasn't pressing in. I was quiet so I can hear. I was still so I can see. You know, where we are as COD, where we are as SPAC Nation, now Joshua, who has been walking all this while, will now have the weight put on his shoulders. But the beginning of his journey will make reference, saying, hey, Joshua, if you will prosper, you're going to have to take every word that I spoke to your master Moses in other words I don't have conversations with you every conversation that I'm having or I am to have with you I've had it with your leader let's go to Joshua 1 
this is not where I'm going tonight, but I'll tell you what God has been ministering to me personally. You know what the problem is? People as preachers look for words to preach. Can I tell you who those people are usually? The people that get into conversations to talk. They don't get into conversations to listen. They get into conversations to talk. Have you been in a conversation with someone? They're talking. But you're not listening to You're already saying. You have not said it audibly, but you're already saying what you're about to say audibly. Those people can't prosper. Let's go to Joshua 1. Let's just read there. Let's read there. What God has been saying to me. How are we going to deal with this? What God has been saying to me. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses. Okay, sorry. The son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, "Moses, my servant is Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel." Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage for the for this for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Let me read from the NIV. What version are you reading of? NKJV sir. Okay, let me read from the NIV. Verse 6 it says be strong. Say after me be strong. Be strong and courageous. And courageous. Let's say it again. Say be strong. Be strong and courageous. And courageous. Can you turn this up. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Whatever God was going to do with Joshua and the people had nothing to do with Joshua and the people. It had everything to do with a covenant. What God purposed to do, the arrangements he made with a type of man. This man I'm talking about is Abraham. Everything that is happening here is because of a relationship. Going ahead of myself, there was something unique about Abraham. Abraham will not only ask, he will also give to God. No, no. Abraham will not only look for the things that brings pleasure to him. If he sees God walking past, he will feed God. I hope you understand. Uh, Anyway, you will see where I'm going with all of this. God is looking for a real person when he can find what am I basically saying once he can find this is not a matter of talking this is a matter of a heart condition once God can find a woman or a man that is not in this relationship for what they can get you know some people are only serving God because they want a business to work out they're only serving God because they want healing They're only serving God because they want a relationship to work out. But those are the people that God cannot work with. Because whatever was going to happen in the life of the Israelites, 
in Joshua's life was all dependent, was all stemming from, was all rooted from the relationship that God established with Abraham. What was unique about Abraham? Abraham cared about God. Don't worry, we'll go there. I, I, what I want to speak to you about, yeah, tonight is rest. Rest. That's where I'm going with all of this. God loved Abraham. Why I love Pastor Enrique or Pastor Ben or whoever here so much is because they are friends to me. No, Pastor Enrique can message me today not because he needs something from me, but because there's something that he cares about, about my life. God will establish covenants with these kinds of people. So you see clearly two different types of people in the church. Those that have been gathered based on covenant and those that are meant to be just a part of a meeting. God likes to decorate his house as well. Just remember that. He likes to decorate. Pastor Toby made a comment. I'm speaking to a new generation plus you. You will not be away from this conversation. You just won't understand it because you're only meant to be the slaves of that new generation. So you must hear. God began to say to Joshua, this is what he's saying to COD. This is what he's been saying to me. He says, listen, be strong and courageous. He says this three times in chapter one. The third time he said, have I not commanded you? Whereas this is no longer an advice. It's now a command. Because I said to you guys the other day that before God can give you power, there's something that you must show him. If he cannot see boldness, he cannot give you power. Uh, you see, do you know what's the problem? We forget words quickly. We forget it quickly. When I took you to um, Psalm 62, verse 11, one thing has the Lord spoken. Twice have I heard it. That all power belong to God, including mercy. But I give this according to your works. There is something that you must have for him to give you the power. I then took you to Acts, to the Acts 4 prayer. They did not ask for the elimination of their enemies. They asked God for boldness. And God's response to them being willing to be bold was to give them power. Without boldness, God cannot give you power. If you're not firm and settled in the words of God, what God is saying to this generation, you cannot have power. Unfortunately, the kingdom is only described and it's only ministered by power. It's not word. God is looking for people. So when God begins to say to COD, be strong and courageous, it means that he is aware that there are factors that makes you want to feel weak and discouraged. But he's saying in despite of these things, be strong and courageous because there's something that I need to give to you. I told you that the problem with the world is that they lost power when they sinned. God is looking in the earth, an earth that he had spoken to before, that you must produce vegetation. He had to say to them, now, you see, you're lame. Lame is that you have legs to walk, but you can't walk. You have the means to give birth, but you cannot give birth. You're lame. But what will make you be able to operate as you should is power. 
So God says to the layman Joshua, be strong. Be courageous. He says to, um, to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, you have been complaining about your age. Because at that time, if God is going to use anybody, for you to make the comment that I am too young makes, you, makes us know that he had the perception that God only uses the old. I'm talking about a new generation. He had the perception at that current time that God only uses the old. So what God wanted to do with Jeremiah, he had not yet seen before. Because if he had seen a young person being used, he would not make that comment. What God wants to do with us, the babies, the spat juniors. I told you, if I'm called Pastor Toby Jr., you're all Pastor Toby Jr. What God wants to use you and I to do, we have not seen others do it. But God is saying, be strong and courageous because it's with your hands that I will advance that which I spoke to Moses but this is not even a matter of you there's a person that I established a covenant with that I must fulfill in other words because it doesn't involve you it won't mean too much to God if he disposes of you if it was about you he would do everything to make it you but whatever God was going to do with Israel was based on his covenant, based on his promise to a friend. God is looking for people that also care about him. Because what God will begin, the extent that God will go to honor these kinds of people is beyond words. I realized Saul did not care about God. He didn't know God didn't care about God he cared about his kingdom but David and I've said this to you before David was a man that said God listen take this kingdom take whatever it is I can beg you for days not to kill my son but hey if you kill my son I'm only just showing you that it's not actually my son I'm looking for or the kingdom I'm looking for or wealth I'm looking for it's just you can I go ahead of myself that though David was from the tribe of Judah yeah he tapped into the Levitical tribe you will understand me as we go what God wants to do with COD who are we it's about time let me be honest with you for a while I've been so discouraged when I say discouraged, as in, I finally come, this is going to sound so childish and cringe, but it will help you understand what I'm trying to say. As a child, I found Superman, and all of a sudden, Superman is telling me, I'm done with this work, and I'm going to Nigeria. Okay, carry me with you. I, 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 I don't care about anything. Like, my life, till I met you, just became a successful mess. With everything I tried, I was so good at what I thought I was doing but I was successful in making sure that I fell now Superman has come Pastor Toby and he has not given us the luxury of seven years like others I've, <laughs> I've not even I have not even clocked three years yet and you're telling me you're going and then you give me such a role but God says to Joshua hey be strong and courageous because it's with you 
that I would advance that which I said to Moses. Are you ready tonight? We're going to start. I want us to go. We're always going to start with the beginning. Let's go to Genesis 1. Let's just read through the story just to have scriptures. Only because you know me, this table is even for show. You know, I, I struggle to stay in one place. I'm a very fidgety person. But just to look a bit more professional. <laughs> Let's just keep it there. Next time I'll come with a laptop, we'll probably be switched off, but I'll just keep it there. <laughs> Let's go to Genesis 1, just in case we don't come around um, actually reading scriptures. Let's say, for those of us that are still religious, let's just make sure that we've read at least one scripture. Genesis 1. Huh? Genesis 1. Oh yeah, you was meant to do exhortation. Don't worry. This is Seekers Forum. I can pause for you. <laughs> Genesis 1. Let's read. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. Okay, stop there. We know the story. I think that's enough scripture. So let's carry on. (laughs) We know the story, yeah? You know Genesis very well, right? I told you this is seekers. Don't get carried away because you see a table and a microphone. Do you understand? God God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was void. Darkness, water. All of these things are stated in the beginning. One thing that we didn't always recognize, but God keeps giving us revelation of, is why is the Holy Spirit so much, or why is it necessary that he included the activity of the Holy Spirit in this condition? The Holy Spirit was hovering. Darkness was what he was looking at. He could not find a place of rest. Ah. There was no settlement ground for the Spirit of God. Imagine the God that created the world in seven days. He was looking for rest. The God that we always see, see it. What rest do you need? You're always sitting down. (laughs) You're always sitting down. What rest do you need? Well, the Bible begins and it tells us, and one of the first things, if we're to read it in chrono, uh, chronological or however you want to say it, if you're going to, uh, go on. Chronological. Chronological. <laughs> if you're going to, no, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Listen to me, please don't miss this because I want to show you doves, Yeah. I want to show you doves. This situation happened in three beginnings. Okay, so you've missed it already. Don't worry. In SoundCloud, you hear it again. So he was hovering. Couldn't find a means of settlement. This God that is the omnipotent, the great God had no rest. What was bothering the father that he had no rest hovering like a dove like a bird looking for where he can settle 
but there was no place for settlement God is looking for a type of people are you here with me tonight we see from this beginning that the spirit of God I'm going to keep emphasizing this to you because this beginning plays out in every world Diana is a world Diana is a world did you hear what I just said to you Diana is a world Pastor Toby said to us yesterday or the day before that the word of God is a world of itself where is the waters within himself who is God in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God was God right but the Bible lets us know that in him exist all things so this word is a world of itself there are things hidden in the word unless I am willing to enter enter my rest right unless I'm willing to enter there's some things I will never be able to discover no you're not hearing me yet so the beginning started with the spirit of God hovering I need to keep emphasizing this so we understand the manner of man the manner of woman that God is looking for because God is a huge setup God is not looking for everybody in the midst of many men he can only be looking for one man so we have to be in a position whereby Lord I'm saying I'm for you don't make me slip up because I already see in um, over occasions throughout the Bible that there can be a congregation of people but God is not con- God is not concerned about the congregation there could have been so many Israelites in the land of Egypt but God was not concerned about Aaron until he saw Moses God is looking for a man a woman that is able to despise every other thing because what was so unique about Abraham was that Abraham was walking over the land that God was giving to him but he never settled okay you'll follow me in a moment God gave him his land Abraham will not go and build houses he'll build tents Though the Lord said to him that you're walking upon the land that is for you. God will not allow him. No, sorry. Abraham will not settle. He will live in tents. Temporary accommodations. In the land that God has said is for him. God was trying to set up Abraham. But because Abraham's heart was right, he did not fall for the trap. Should I tell you what more people would have done? Let me give you an explanation. If, or example, if God gives you a billion, you will try to settle with the billion. But God is saying, the billion is not your portion. I am your portion. So the problem is, God gives you little things, inferior things, and he will not tell you that he doesn't want you to take it. But you, he's giving that to you, it's actually revealing where your heart really is. Abraham, are you looking for a land or are you looking for me? The book of Hebrews, right? The New Testament would then tell us that Abraham was on a journey. Abraham was not looking for the land of Canaan. He was looking for the land flowing with milk and honey. Two different lands. He was looking for something more. Even when God tried to throw other things in his way, he threw those things back back in God he said as a seeker that's what I'm trying to say to you as seekers we're not looking for money 
we're not looking for fame my eye is fixed on looking for God it's your face that I seek these are the words that David would say that despite the wrongs that David would do God will keep a blind eye to his wrongs to keep him because David was looking for the right thing God is a setup. I need you to hear me why is it that you can have talent and God will not give you the ability to prosper like the world because in you he knows that if he can keep you a certain way you're not actually looking for that there was a time I thought I was looking for football there was a time that I thought that I was trying to be a footballer and you see at that time because the word had not yet been revealed to me that was my only goal in life I can lose everything I can give in order to get into that land called football but do you know what happened? as God's word came it really revealed who I was and I realized with the option I now threw football back in God's face saying that it is only you I'm looking for what was so unique about Abraham what was so unique about David these were people that cared about God these were people that was not in God for what God can give them they were in God because they understood and they cherished a relationship God says to us tonight the things and the listen the most prominent thing that God is saying to you is open up to me what God is saying to you and I is open up God is at the door but he needs to know if the woman is settled with the man that she has behind the door uh, it, have you ever read that scripture there was a conflict between two lovers no 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 there was three people she had the inferior man that was with her in the room but then there was a lover that she also declared a lover that was knocking on the door and he said open up to me my lover and she was now fighting if I can reveal what I'm hiding in my room or if I am willing to go past that and open up for him God is looking are you listening to me guys tonight God is looking if you will settle what was the problem of Lot Lot was only in relationship with Abraham because of what he can get from Abraham Abraham was a man that had God because he had God one of the companies one of the entourages of a man that has God is prosperity so he was only with Abraham because of prosperity as far as he was there he will have access to cattle the currency of that day the currency of that time that's all he was looking for so when given the option to take he took he was never looking for God I ask the question to you tonight when what you've been chasing finally comes your way would he take it or throw it back because God will try with Abraham Abraham you've been waiting for Isaac right okay Isaac you're going to tell me now Abraham if it's really a son you're looking for or if you're looking for me Abraham a solid man said I will not settle for anything less than God I don't care what, every, what other people are looking for COD is not looking for money COD is not looking for fame I am seeking your face oh God when people hear these kind of things they think that it means that you be missing from the things I've told you before that we are the Levi tribe 
We are the priests, right? Pastor Toby told us, I was so happy when he said it. When you look at a priest, uh, you, you remember what he said? He said to us, when you look at the priest, what will be unique of the priest is the money, the wealth they have access to. So being priestly does not mean that you won't have. In fact, you will have greater. I need you guys to hear this because God is trying to align our hearts as we go. Because as we go now, now what we were always looking for will begin to come. <laughs> Joshua, your generation will now take possession. But if you take possession, if you're not careful, these possessions will have possession over you. So I realize a giver cannot be bound because they are constantly saying to God that this is not what I'm looking for. I must pay the price to see God. If it means it will be my son, it will be my son. If it's a relationship, it will be a relationship. God gives you certain things. Oh, you guys still don't understand. Have you ever looked in scripture that everyone that needed to purchase something, they naturally had it? In other words, your life, God sets you up the way you are only to give it to have him. No, no. God, Abraham, was it wrong for Abraham to request a son? Was it wrong? So everything he had, eventually, he'll have to give it away. No, Abraham won't work for it because Isaac was not taken. Isaac was given. A son will be given. God gave Isaac to Abraham. Ishmael was taken. Isaac was given. But it was what was given by God that God will now say, I want. So, you see, some of the promises that it even seems like God is promising over your life. Uh, you see, God can say, no, I want to give you this relationship. I'm always going to say relationship because I know that plays with people's hearts. He can say, I want to give you this relationship. It is God's word. But then God will now say later, after giving it to you, give it to me. God is testing the hearts of men. Are you here with me, guys? Why is Pastor Toby so strong? Because when he didn't have, he preached the same. You know, people's conversations change when they have or don't have. But Pastor Toby, go and listen to his words. When he didn't have, he was saying things the same. When he gained, he was still saying things the same. Like Pastor Rike said the other day, he was leading people with the integrity of his heart. He was establishing a relationship with God. It wasn't about who he had or did not have. I told you before, there will be a time in your life that God will say, are you willing to go if it only requests you? COD, God is telling us it's time to advance. But he's going to test us. As we go to Lewisham, as we go to Southwark, as we go to wherever we decide to go to, God is, say, God is going to use, because we're going to have these things coming to us. Watch. Remember I said it to you. People will flock. They will be given. But God wants to know if you know that this is not actually what you're looking for. I didn't know in the time of Abraham that he was looking for a city not built by men's hands. 
he was looking for something that can only be done by God I didn't get why in 2017 that God would say to me you are no longer allowed to buy things for yourself in 2016 he took every means of provision for myself he told me to stop working I didn't get it until I realized that David must be able to walk in the Levitical priesthood uh, you know, David will eat show bread if that was anyone else they would have been killed there and then but you see relationship with God that's sincere transcends through all tribes no you don't get it Spark Nation has now been settled as tribes connect recruitment post business but you see if you're a Levi if you have a heart it doesn't matter if you have it now you will transcend through all the tribes you can walk in any model in any tribe as one as God's chosen man are you hearing me tonight COD sit down sit down God is calling us so I'm looking in COD when I say 50 people 50 leaders I'm actually saying to you have you heard the conversation that God is having now have you heard because when we go back to Birmingham or back to Leicester or back to Northampton or maybe if we go to Ireland next week or maybe if we go maybe next week or maybe if we go to Canada and all these places would we allow these possessions to take us Lord my eyes are set on you it's you that I'm looking for this is not games this is not pretense I'm not trying to act like a man of God I am a man of God and you know sometimes when God wants to purge you of something that you like too much now I'm speaking I hope you hear me if God wants to purge you because before you can enter the land flowing with milk and honey you must go through the wilderness God must put you together because he knows that you're filled with Egypt so if he wants to purge you of pleasures that came from the world this is going to sound weird right he'll give you too much of it I, I, I couldn't get when Pastor Toby said that when God wants to bring you to holiness he can allow you to remain in sin until you're broken there was a time that the Israelites were in the wilderness and they desired the flesh pot of meat that they knew from Egypt now therefore God was blessing them when I mean blessing they thought that they can be eaten of this and there's no consequence until they realized that they were eating it too much to the point that God gave them too much that they started to uh, they, they refused it they hated it what God is doing now is purging us before we go to advance because when you take those lands if you're not taken by God like Enoch Canaan will take you and you become like them God is giving you a land because like Pastor Toby said to us the leadership there he despises it so he wants to give it to us but before he can give it to us we cannot be the Amalekites in Canaan who occupied without process do you know who those people are? Saul 
that occupies a position, a land without process. David must definitely go to the wilderness before he occupies. Are you hearing me, guys? They must definitely go through a journey. David must go to the wilderness before he can take the throne. Because God knows the end of those that occupy without process. So back in the church I used to dream about, when Beryl used to sing, and I remember them times I gave her a prophecy that she needs to stop secular music. If she went in then, the secular world would have taken her because that's what she wanted. But now God has brought her to the wilderness, purged her. So if we're to send her back there, she cannot be taken because Enoch walked with God until he was taken by God. Nobody would be able to find him. In other words, in the secular world, they cannot recognize you as a secular person because you was taken into God. This is what God is doing. So I understand why my journey may be longer or may seem longer than the world because God wants that throne to remain in my lineage forever. Saul's family was cut off because there was no process. David had process. And God said that that throne will never depart your house. So what God wants to give to you and I is something that will remain. Not something along the way that will be taken. Because it will not speak well of God even. So I want you guys to keep these things in mind. God wants looking but don't lose track of what what, what time do you have to leave it okay <laughs> she just messed you guys up man i'm going to preach to tomorrow now joking i'm joking i'm joking no no so listen so don't lose track of everything i've been saying to you lately i've been saying something to you and sometimes i speak to you guys and i know for sure you didn't hear me I've been saying to you, it's weird to see in scripture. I told you a few weeks ago, I was in Seekers Forum. And someone did something. And I got irritated in my heart. Wanted to address it. Because it wasn't something done directly to me. I felt like it was an offense to God. And when I say offense to God, I mean, I feel like it wasn't like they didn't hallow God you know I've spoken about that like understanding how to honor God in his presence especially and what happened was that when I wanted to address it God ministered to me and said the issue I have no problem if they listen to me if they don't listen to me the problem I have is if they don't listen to you because men are not meant to relate with God in heaven they're meant to relate with God on earth God will say to us ye are little gods he will go and say to us that if you say you love God in heaven but you hate your brother so I saw a cat fight today between Josh and Tomua then they will come to church and say they love God but you see because God is a setup. I'm not calling myself God, but I understand scripture says ye are little gods. So I'm the one edging them on. I'm saying, no, don't stop. And there's something in them that is still making them go. 
if they were wise, they would know that they should stop there. Because even if they tried to play it off as a joke, the words that was coming out of their mouth came from a serious place. Then they think God will bless them. They think, you, uh, they should have known that I was going to come for them. They should have known. Even if I forgot him, God would have said, hey, hey, you need to get them. So he'll make a way in the word. Brilliant cat fight. Two girls arguing. Brilliant. Brilliant. But, 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 Pastor Ben said, one tall black one and one short one. <laughs> she won though. She won. 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 Where was I even before I said that now? Where was I? God, where was I? <laughs> so, so God wants us to relate to, to gods on earth. We can say that we love God in heaven. But when we hate a sister, a brother, God deems us as liars. You must understand that God is truth. In other words, his system is true. You can't declare something as truth if it's not in agreement with him. Truth passes through him. So, you know, sometimes I'm looking at conversations, yeah? I keep warning people that this God journey is not a thinking. It's not a planning thing. There's discernment. You can say something and try to polish it in the nicest way. But discernment tells you, because discernment is the spirit of God, no, that this is not a proper way. That's why I love, yeah, I love, love, hate. You see, when girls conversate, I don't get them. That's why girls will always be in a position longing for power. But God will say to Eve, you will never get it. They don't know how to speak to one another. I've told you that I will dress everything here. Why? Because you see those little things, it will stop the blessing that God wants to give to the Levi tribe. So anyway, the Bible lets us know. So you establish that God knows or God looks at the way you interact with one another. He seems, he deems that as the way you interact with him. It doesn't matter if you fast for 40 days. If you're arguing with a brother or sister, you are arguing with God. God can't accept those things. Because unity, unity is something Okay, let me not go ahead of myself. So, the Bible lets us know. So, let's go to 1 Kings 17. I love Elijah. Let's talk about Elijah for a bit. I've shared this with you. Let's go there. From verse 1, sir. Verse 1. Let's just read. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> verse 1. Once we've read maybe a few scriptures, I'll just stop us. Go on. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that and it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. 
So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook of Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. First of all, the first feeding. You know what I love about God? God is a loyal friend. Are you listening to me? God is a loyal friend. He goes through everything you go through. If you're getting dashed in a furnace of fire, you'll find him there too. If Israel is going through oppression, he will manifest himself to Moses as one on fire. God goes through everything you go through. A loyal friend. His desire is that he can be with us. Are you listening to me, guys? But look at this, though. Pastor Toby has said this to us before. But I want you guys to consider this. That Elijah will be the one that instigated the famine on earth as God he says to the heavens now you will be shut you will not reign unless by my word not God's word because it's actually God's word did you hear what I just said to you but you will think that God Elijah will be void of that consequence when you look, you know when you read or when you read the story of Moses, yeah. By the way, sidetracking. Did you know that there was a swarm of grasshoppers that invaded um, Las Vegas? Yeah. As in, you know, just like in the book of Exodus, when a swarm came. I've seen the video. It's not fake. Oh, Real thing. <laughs> Yesterday. That's amazing, though. I think it's more and more telling us prophetically because this is my question why did we need to see that in this time we, it could have been that it just didn't reach us or but somehow God will make sure we see it almost like a sign that you are living out I've said to the brothers you see the Bible why I love it is because I realize that the Bible the more you know it the more you realize it's a code the world will look into it and can only see it as a story but you see us that live it it's a trap also because once the word is read to us uh, I'm going to go ahead of myself once the word is spoken to us we are programmed to act it out so when we read the story of Moses and the exodus of Israel we must live a modern version of it because the word programs us to live it out do you understand me? But anyway, going back to what I was saying. So the funny thing is that Elijah will experience something that Noah will experience. The fact that a raven can be used for his own deed. When you look at the bird, a raven, if you study a raven, ravens are like... Um, ravens are like Ghanaian people, stingy. 
I'm joking, I'm joking. I was trying to think of what nationality, but I couldn't think of it. But ravens are stingy. Now listen to me. Ravens are stingy. Their diet is dead flesh. Okay, sorry. I won't go ahead of myself. Their diet is dead flesh. But God will say, your first feeding, Elijah, will be from the ravens. The ravens must go first before my provision comes. Keep all these things I'm saying to you in your mind, yeah? So, (laughs) these ravens, that their diet is what? What condition were they all in? Famine, right? But because of the word of God, they are to feed God. I've told you what I'm saying already, if you're listening to me. The wealth of Israel will start off being file. Okay, sorry. So you, you didn't hear me still. The wealth, the wealth, sorry, of Israel will not be their own wealth first. It will be defiled wealth that must feed Israel first before Israel now builds their nation and then they are fed by human capital which is God's way. God is concerned about people. So that's why Christ will say go into the mouth of a fish to get coins. You know fish represents and is proverbial for people, for souls. God wants things built by men but under his instruction keep that in mind so the raven went first to feed God called Elijah one of the names of God is Elijah one of the names of God is Toby Adebayega he would never say it himself because God likes to hide himself I don't care how you feel about it there's too much things in scripture that shows it so even if he refused this I'd say yeah I know you're God say whatever you're God you understand but put that to the side so the ravens must feed Elijah first after the feeding after they fed him the Bible then says once that provision dried up in other words once Elijah had totally used up that resource once that was done then listen go to so so and so I can't remember the place we're not going to bother reading it but we've read enough scripture go to this place I have commanded a widow to feed you now I've said this to you before because I just need to establish a point here I've said to you before that when you look at this story there's a problem either that God is a liar or the message did not reach the widow because upon arrival Elijah I mean the woman did not show any um, form of she did not act out in any way as if God had spoken to her but the thing is is that the word of the Lord is revealed to God only the word of the Lord is the communication between God in heaven and God on earth once the word of the Lord comes to from God in heaven to God on earth then God on earth relates it to the people 
So when the Bible says, and the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Elijah, or we thought that God was saying that he spoke to the widow. No. God was only programming God on earth to do what he wants him to do. So the only God that the widow can hear is Elijah. Are you hearing me, guys? God was not... God, you see why I love God? God knows order. You come to church and people don't know order. People just talk because they're pastor. But God, who is the God of all gods, does not go past Moses to speak. He does not go past Elijah to speak. How many times did the disciples say that I heard the word of the Lord while Christ was with them? God knows order. If you're going to hear God, it's because you was with him. You was with God on earth. So God intended for you to be there. So we can establish here that God manifests himself in this realm through men. If I cannot acknowledge the God-man, I'm getting somewhere now. If, if I cannot acknowledge the God-man here on earth, don't expect anything from God in heaven. People are looking for discoveries in heaven, knowing that the best discoveries here on earth. There's a strong deceit in the world. The spirit of deception. Roman. So why am I saying this? So this woman did what Abraham did. She fed God first. She, you see the church religion you come to God to get something from him so you hear things like people saying when I'm blessed I will bless you back but the order of God is that man should feed God before God feeds man are you listening to me guys I'm getting somewhere so the Bible then goes on to say listen the Bible then goes on to say that now God was fed Elijah was fed by this widow. The widow, the widow will now have means to survive. This widow will now discern this man as a man of God. She will discern him. And because of that, you will question this widow. The way she spoke when he asked for food. Automatically, listen, be honest. You thought she was poor. No, when you look at the story, you'll think she's poor. The Bible didn't say she's poor. The Bible says she was a widow. God goes to those who have to first plunder them, to completely crush them. Then he reveals himself to them. He will take them out of Israel. He will take them out of Egypt. Oh God. I wish you understood. Kida. Do you believe that you can do a business without investment? God will plunder you until you have one currency. Oh my God. And you see this God here? Yeah? So he came to a woman who, have, who has. And he crushed her. Then the revelation of God will come. Because God said to Israel, I bore you out of Egypt to myself it was in the place of nothingness the land 
of nothingness that God will be revealed. God is not revealed to a man that has. So the young rich ruler wanted to experience God. And God said, listen, empty out yourself. Then God can reveal yourself because in the beginning, the world was void, empty. Then there was a revelation of God. Are you following me, guys? So God said, this woman has now had a revelation based on her nothingness, yeah? Then, look at this, guys. Because of that, she decides to build an upper room. <laughs> oh my God. She decides to build an upper room for God. So that further establishes the point that she has, that she was not poor. Because I don't think you can build with nothing, right? Why would she build for this man, though? God on earth was looking for rest. He was roaming. Christ said to us that I have no place to lay my head. Elijah, you was once in the brooks. You've never told us where you live. But you're just roaming. But God made God come across a normal individual. Someone that had an issue. Made them come across them so that they can provide rest for God. If you do that, every dead situation has to resurrect. Every inheritance has to come to life. That story, she will also bear a messianic message that the son she lost will come back to life because she acknowledged she acknowledged God many people are trying to acknowledge God in heaven God in heaven has no business with you he wants you to have business with Pastor Toby he wants you to have business with those set before you oh, are you listening to me so this man was roaming I told you God this guy so I established the point that this was God roaming but this woman knew to provide a rest I told you in the beginning the spirit of God was hovering looking for a place of rest he couldn't find it because his rest is not a house oh God his rest is this house a man God can only rest once man came the call of the day was God's rest the whole host of heavens was asking themselves who is man that you are so mindful of the glorious God will leave the glorious abode of heaven to go down to earth every day to conversate with someone listen Ashley beefs me when I don't talk to her. Do you know what her rest is? Companionship. Communion. So man is God's opportunity of rest. Are you listening to me? Man is God's opportunity of rest. 
God, God is looking for you and I. He is in heaven. The Spirit of God is hovering like a bird, just like it hovered in the ark. Okay, Genesis 8. The Bible says that destruction came upon the world. Again, there was a dove flying, roaming, hovering, and all he can see is destruction. The world was filled with the depths of water again. There was no more shape, no more form. But the Bible said, I said to you, that why is it a raven will feed Elijah? The Bible says in Genesis 8, we can't go there because I want to wrap up. Genesis 8, the Bible tells us about the story of Noah. The flood filled the, uh, filled the earth, right? The first sign, God remembered Noah. And God, as he remembered Noah, <laughs> look at what he did. He decided to stop the waters from flooding anymore. So God wanted to bring back shape, form. He wanted an ugly world to become beautiful. The Bible says, let's go to Genesis 8. The Bible says, look at what it says. The Bible then says, don't worry, don't worry. The Bible then says that Noah got one of the ravens and sent him out. Yes, sir. When he sent the raven, the Bible was clear to describe that this raven went to and fro like Satan. Job, in the book of Job, God summoned. It was at his hand and disposal, both good and bad. It was in God's hand that the devil can operate. The raven can only have operation in the hands of Noah, just like the devil can only have operation in the hands of God. And this raven, like Satan, went to and fro and because its diet is dead meat it never came back so do you know what God had to do or Noah had to do or God had to do or Noah had to do he had to send the spirit of God the dove to hover looking for rest because if there's rest man can operate so whenever man operates outside of rest they're not operating are you listening to me? So do you know what God did? <laughs> oh Noah, oh God, oh Noah. He sent the dove. The dove hovered, came back to him one day. Hovered, came back to him two days. But he came in the second day with anointing. The olive leaf. Then he came. After the third day, he found rest. Because you know already, the third day is prophetic. God establishes things. But you see, that third day was manifested in the book of Luke. He was able to settle because he found a man called Jesus. Let's go to Luke quickly. I know I said we should go thinking. Let's go to Luke 3, verse 21. Luke 3, start from verse 18. Luke 3... And with many other exhortations, he preached to the people, 
But Herod the Tetrad, being rebuked by him concerning Herod, Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, and for all the evils which Herod had done, also added this, above all, that he shut John up in prison. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus was also baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. Stop there. So in the third day, which was the arrival of Christ, that dove that Noah sent found Christ on the third day. What was unique about Christ? Many people got baptized that day. Have you ever asked yourself why the Spirit of God didn't descend on them? I love the account of Luke. The book of Luke tells us that even as he got baptized, he was found praying. He was still conversing with God. Still still communicating with God. And in that state, God could not deny him. I have found my man. He found Christ. So now the spirit of God that was hovering restless from the beginning had now found rest because a man was available. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Well, God is looking for you and I. So how does that have anything to do with us? We are to be people that that does not acknowledge God only for the things we can get from him. But we acknowledge God because we love him. We love him because he first loved us. But I want you to remember this thing about the tribe of Levi. Can I, can I end with this, yeah? One thing I want you guys to acknowledge about the tribe of Levi is that God said, okay, you guys are going to advance, but you'll be the only ones. How can I put this now? We're the only ones that will not have a portion in this land. He didn't say that you won't have a portion of land. He just said that you wouldn't have a portion of this land. I've always asked, where did Enoch go? Because he didn't die. So wherever he went, if your body wasn't flying here, if your body walks here, wherever he is, he must be able to still walk. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you guys? Are you sure? If <laughs> if Enoch did not die and his spirit went, I want to know where he went. Because you see, people's visual or people's imagination about heaven is like a ghostly place where your spirit just... just just flies like that but even Christ had to confirm that the body that returns to God has flesh and bone so you remember when he resurrected he said Thomas fill me so that you know that this is body eat so we now know that Abraham in his heart knew that there was a greater land a land that flows with milk and honey but it's not in this realm are you listening to me it's not in this realm someone will say okay how is that possible remember that Christ speaks of God speaks of a Jerusalem 
that comes from heaven that will come back here. So there's a land in God. Are, are you hearing me? So what the Bible says to us is that the tribe of Levi, you will not have portion with the land like the rest of your tribes. Again, why am I saying this to you? I've said everything I need to say to you guys. But why am I saying this to you guys? Because at first, it may look like the Levites, the Levites are not getting justice or they're not treated fairly because they also were engaged in slavery. They also had to engage in fights. In fact, they had to forefront it. No, you don't get me. So COD had to be the first with the trap house. COD had to be the first that goes outside the city. It looks like we're forefronting, but we don't have access to other things. But that's just the case for anyone that is a future man. Who is listening today? That the future man cannot have the present things. There is something prepared for them. But because they can see, they don't stop walking. So if someone leaves COD, I don't have a problem with them. I just know that they weren't from the tribe of Levi. If God says that you'll be both kings and priests, it means that the ultimate man that God is looking for is Judah and Levi. No, Judah was the kingship tribe. Levi was the priesthood tribe. David had access to that. Christ had access to that. Christ was from the tribe of Judah. But from his auntie's side, Elizabeth, he was from the tribe of Levi. So them two must be intertwined in order to be fully God, in other words. A man that is not held back by rest. God is looking for rest. God leaves his glorious abode every day looking for man to have rest with to be able to rest so my question is are we able now Sioli, to accommodate God in our lives or have you made him your send out is he someone that you only need things from or do you sincerely chase the agenda of SPAC because you love him God I am not looking for fame this is why I always try to run away from things God I'm not looking for these things I'm looking for you though that I cannot leave here without you are you listening to me guys SPAC Nation is looking and banking on us we are the next generation of SPAC Nation but we saw that SPAC Nation worked because there was a man that provided rest for God God was restless for so many generations he tried with the Catholics he tried with the Pentecostals and they all felt him he was still restless looking at a world of chaos still hovering but eventually a man will be found that loves him so ultimately we look at this work God is still just looking for one person but I'm believing God that David Levi will be found in this camp we will be found God's man will be found here and the good thing is that if we can all climb up to the same level of conversation we can all be God's man by unity be on your feet guys we're going to pray because you see now 
But God started to say certain things to me. And this is going to sound very, very arrogant. But I want you guys to trust me. And you know my heart. There is nothing that we cannot get. No, 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 no. As in, if I have to stop a plane for what I want, it will happen. I know that sounds funny. But I want to let you know the kind of men kingdom people are. These people are not stopped by anything. They don't look to the land of Canaan and say, because there's giants, we'll be stopped. They're like Caleb saying, hey, 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 God said something, so we're going for it. They move by God. So you see, when, so when the brothers, I don't know if I should say this, but when the brothers, when other tribes are saying, Pastor Obi, how does COD do it? I just say to them, we're living up Levi. We're living up Levi. These people, they don't understand where they get their finance from. It doesn't make sense how young people free G's. Are you guys listening to me? It doesn't make sense how you guys, as young as you are, are keeping up and leading. Like Pastor Ben would say, mobilizing the house. You cannot relent in that area. You cannot stop because the whole nation banks on you. I end today by saying to you, Pastor Toby looked at us and said, don't you know that you are the bank of the nation, Levi's? I want you to raise your voice. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in the spirit.